Okay, guys, hope everybody's well. It's a new year and we're all here doing different things. And this uh, episode is going to be based on business. And I'm going to talk about the key to getting high ticket sales. I mean, let's start the new year out with a bang. Let's not play around with this peddly stuff anymore. And they're, you know, the, the key to getting high ticket sales is helping people understand change. Now, when you listen to some of my past episodes, we talk about change in lifestyle, change in behavior, change in habits, and so many things like that. So business and life, like I always say, and this podcast is meant to be transparent across, you know, personal and business and vice versa. So again, the key to getting high ticket sales is helping people understand change. Now, getting them to commit to a new way of doing things is really the only way to reach the goals that they're, you know, that they have that are currently out of their grasp, if you will. And a part of sales and doing sales, I mean, we're all salespeople. We're selling something to somebody. It's the ability to coach someone through their own mindset. And you have to get them to think differently than they normally would. And you have to ease their mind about doing something different and that change in the fear and everything of the unknown that comes along with it. And you have to change it into a solution that can change their lives. So as a salesperson or a business, whenever a prospect or a prospective client, say, fills out uh, an application or anything, or they want to be part of an offer, they're raising their hand literally and asking you for help with your product or your service. Now, everybody's wants and needs are different. They might want more money or lose weight or, you know, they just want to flat out change the way that they're doing things personally, professionally, and in all areas of their life. And the bottom line is this, they see a need for improvement in their lives and they see that your product or service is the potential answer for that solution that they need. And there's reasons that they raise their hands in the first place. And it's up to the person that's doing the sales or the, uh, you know, trying to close the deal, if you will, we'll say sales professional to figure out the pain and the problem that's needed to be solved. It's not about selling, say, ice to an Eskimo. (laughs) it's up to the person that's doing the selling or the closer to provide that solution. And it's about selling the best thing on the market. The point is, you know, only once their pain and their need and want is realized, then and only then you can show them the ultimate solution that you have for them. So, there's opportunity for sales and sales professional coaches, consultants, product services, it doesn't matter. And it's presented in the three W's. So there's why, where, and what. It's the layout of how all service works, literally. Now, anybody can kind of present or go through a presentation. You can read a script and go through the motions. And I'm sure we've all had that privilege of hearing that kind of pitch, word for word, straight off a script. And 
memorized, delivered, all of that. It's just, it's so far gone now with the stuff that we see and are subjected to through social media and different forms like that. Now, when you get into the high ticket sales, they're way more than that. It's about creating a rapport and it's asking the right questions and getting the people to tell you the things that they usually wouldn't tell people to earn their trust. And you have to ask some hard questions and you have to give the space and the silence and listen for once instead of talk. I mean, a lot of sales people that we work with, uh, with the consulting stuff, they want to pitch and they want to pitch, they want to pitch. And it doesn't matter once we teach them instead of pitching the uh, features of something and we show them that that's not the way to go and we show them that you got to sell the benefits of the thing and the solution and the answer to the pain point, they still talk too much and we all want to talk instead of listen. So you got to give people the space to listen, to let them answer effectively. And then you got to kind of be aware of that. And uh, there's going to be some nerves that come into play here and fear and the uh, communication and the investment in the communication. And that's very normal. Um, I mean, if people aren't nervous, I mean, you got to call the doctor and see if they have a pulse, <laughs> literally. So, you know, before I kind of get into how to truly close a deal, I have to go over a quick few things of how lead stacks, we call them, tend to work. And that's when a, a sales professional is handled a stack of people or potential leads. It doesn't matter if you're a realtor or, uh, you know, a, a consultant or a coach or anybody, uh, physical products. Um, it's uh, the percentages of the potentials in that stack. So typically there's 10% of people in the stack, let's say, that are going to be buyers or that would be buyers, so-called buyers. And so we kind of refer to them as laydowns. And those are the people that show up with the credit card in the hand, ready to buy whatever you're selling. And it's a massive error on the part of the salesperson or the closer to lose these buyers if that's the case. But in the same stack, there are 30% or so, you know, give or take 30% that have uncontrollable conditions. And these are the people that no matter what you do or say, there is a circumstance or a situation that's not allowing them to be part of whatever you have to offer or whatever product or service that will fix and potentially help them. And those are the people that don't have money and they don't have drive, essentially. All around, no matter how good or how much they need your service, it's beyond their means, let's say, to purchase it. And we see that all the time with the coaches and the consultants that we work with. And it's not necessarily that your product is bad. Uh, it's got nothing to do with that. It goes back to, you know, lots of episodes ago where we talk about identifying your proper customer avatar, clientele, and things like that. You have to know that first or you're barking up the wrong tree. And there was an old saying a long time ago, and I didn't come up with it, but 
and I forget who did, but it's basically you, you, you climb the ladder, climb the ladder, you keep climbing the ladder, you get to the top, and then you get to the top and you realize that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. So it's kind of like when you're chasing down new clients, you're trying to get prospects, um, you have to understand and have to have a proper customer avatar or customer persona or customer outlook um, in your business in order to understand who you're soliciting in the first place, because marketing will not work without it. I mean, if you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on leads, uh, you know, uh, awareness, things like that. But if you're not speaking to the right people, you're essentially talking on deaf ears. So, so when you see if, uh, you, uh, say a sales professional, you, you you kind of see a true closer is in the remaining 60% of that stack that we talked about. It's kind of like the middle ground and it's, you know, the warm leads. They're kind of the people that are above the uncomfortable circumstance, but they're not flying hot with their credit card in their hand to make the purchase. And these are, you know, the population of your uh, leads and your prospects that uh, are interested in the product that did raise their hand in the first part and they're truly qualified to purchase and buy your product and these are the people that realize that if they don't do something different that they're not going to get different results and that's important that you communicate that and they do not know that you are the actual solution to the problem it, they're kind of balancing uh, act, if you will, and the balancing act with that 60% is it can kind of go either way. So it's how well you present and, you know, communicate your proposition and your experience and your expertise and you know, the value and the benefits of your product, like we talk about in some of our things, uh, opposed to features, okay? So you go through that process and it'll determine if they're going to be a client or not at the end of the day. So in the process, uh, your sales, it, it kind of goes uh, through what you should be and what you're going to be providing. And it's the discovering the why. That's the part of the why part of this component. And you're getting them to look into the mirror, let's say, that's in front of them and the the sales script or the pitch or what have you, whatever you want to call it, it's the way to provide the solution to the customer as long as you're selling, again, the benefits of your product and your service. Forget the features. The features don't work. That's the number one thing. Now, you got to find out why the client raised their hand in the first place and they're interested, okay? And you know, what is it that they saw in your product or service that piqued their interest in the first place? And the way that you have to do that is by digging in to find the truth in where they are at, at this current time. Now, the funny thing about the truth that I just mentioned, it's often embedded in a kind of a soft serve of surface levels, if you will. And it's the kind of, well, I'm going to try to figure that out if I have the money or not, or I'm going to figure out how to make more money, or it's 
just time uh, I got my fitness on track. These aren't lies. People want to do that. But they're also not the facts and the motivating the, the drive or component to make that change for them to close the deal. So a closer dig or look at the whole objective and to identify the way behind somebody and the way they truly buy is crucial. So it's almost spinning the pitch. So, you know, they'll say, maybe I'm trying to save for my kid's college. I have a ton of credit card debt. That's all true. Or I just got back from the doctor and have a heart condition and losing weight is going to give me a longer life. I mean, there are so many ways of doing this stuff. It's just the reality of it. I mean, those are the motivating factors that will cause people to take the action necessary depending on your product product or your service. And that, again, is about content and learning how to do content and why it's so massive to have, you know, proper content, short and sweet, to where it grabs somebody's attention in this day and age of just, you know, zero attention span. Okay. Now, once the identify, say the why, that why component of it at its purest level, then you have to dig into their goals, the, the, the client's goals. I mean, where are they now? Where do they want to be? You know, the where part is their starting point and almost like the finish line, the why and the where, the where and the why. And it, it, it's, it's like the art of the sale, if you will, or the, the close, it has to be in a non-aggressive way. It has to be not desperate. It can't be pitchy and it can't be salesy. It's got to be digging into the bottom line of the client's end objective or their goal or what they want to achieve by having you or your product or your service. So you have to understand where the person is at in detail and then provide the opportunity and give them the opportunity and show them how your product and your service is a solution that they actually need and must have and what they've been looking for. Now we get into the what, okay? Now the what is, uh, you know, what are they looking to accomplish? And what are they willing to make happen? They've already acknowledged that they need to change the situation whatever it is, uh, by just throwing money at a person, a program, a service, or whatever, that doesn't improve their lives. They need to find that mind shift that I talked about when we opened this uh, segment here. So you have to show them the mirror again. And the truth is, this is fact, and it's just reality. This is where they're at. You got to show somebody where they're at. And there are different things that they're going to have happen uh, to make real change in any life's situation. And it doesn't matter if it's, again, personal business or what have you, but this one's based on business and selling and, and everything that we talked about, you know, about getting high tech sales. Now, these are the people that, you know, need to step up and commit to putting, you know, everything down 
and doing the work? And are they willing to give the time and the investment to make that change, to, to, to achieve what it is that they're looking to have? I mean, are they open-minded enough to say a new process that you implement or new ways of doing things and different steps? I mean, I find this all the time when we do our webinars and our courses and things. You'll get a lot of people sign up and they'll pay me the money. And then you look back and you see who's still engaged after a couple of months of doing something. Sure, I made the money, they paid me, but they're not doing anything. I mean, and, and that's a commitment thing. Are they going to do the work? Are they committed to putting the effort in to get that result? I mean, that's something that you really want to have when you're talking high ticket items, at least. I mean, when you're selling a $7 ebook like everybody else is online, nobody cares. Uh, you know, you either make the sale or you don't make the sale. I mean, God, how many, you know, $7 ebooks do you have to sell to pay the rent? Too many, right? And then your marketing spend and all that to try to sell the $7 book across Facebook and ads and all this crap that everybody's doing. It's just uh, idiotic, really. I mean, you go about 190 days and you look at your sales and you go, okay, I made $646. Yeah, that's over about three or four month period. That's peanuts. I mean, you make more of that in a day going to work at McDonald's or whatever. So you got to have these people with the high ticket items and things invested in what they do, time for change and, and so on. And are they open-minded to a new process? Like I said, and new ways of doing things that you're going to be able to deliver them. And do they have the resources to commit to that product and service? And, you know, yes, you know, let's talk about the money. You have to be genuine and honest with the client, the customer, and tell them what the stuff costs. And the only reason that you can communicate something like that is if you don't compete with everybody else that is in your same uh, industry. Okay, and that's something else we teach. But again, it's a, a proposition and you have to learn how to sell more value than your competitor. It's kind of simple, but it's a bit long-winded for me to get into here, okay? Now, anything is going to cost somebody money, any program, any product, any service, or whatever. And this isn't the time to let them kind of control the conversation by wanting to mess around, you know, with uncomfortable topics. I mean, because high-ticket sales and items are done with, you know, say, credit cards, for example. So you got to figure out right away if that person is in the position to move forward and provided that you cover for them and outline everything that makes sense and you you're going to hit that one need are they willing to step out of their comfort zone and they're able to get started immediately uh and once they make that decision you want them to stick with it so you're not going to quit you whip it out or give it up i mean you know we would expect the same i mean you're going to make a purchase you either buy or you don't buy uh, without wasting everybody's time. Now, it's these three things, like I said, is the why, the where, and the what that must come together for the entire thing to be able to provide the solution on your end as a sales professional, a product, a service, or what have you. And there has to be an understanding of why somebody's going to do something now, again, that goes back to the customer or the potential prospect or whatever, like 
with what I outlined. I mean, are they ready? Do they have the finances? Are, are they ready to pull out that credit card? And so on. Now, to understand, you know, why they're going to do something different, you have to know where they are now. Okay, you have to know that as the, um, the person closing the deal or the, the salesperson or what have you. And that's the first step. And it provides a necessary action for the potential client or the customer or the, whoever you're soliciting forget you know to get them to where they want to be i mean the first step is the the action to get there and we all know for a fact that you don't do something different and when you don't do something different i should say it's impossible to make and come up with a different result i mean you have to let them know and convince them that your product and service that you're selling or providing is the key to getting a result that they need. And, you know, the skill of the sale is providing that solution that is right for the client that you're pitching. And again, I can't say this enough. You have to understand first and foremost who your target market is, who your proper customer avatar is to get that solution and the right sales pitch, if you will, I don't, I don't want it to sound salesy. So, you know, sales pitch is just a common thing, but uh, that market dominating position, let's say. Okay. And that's a skill in itself. And we also teach that. I, I mean, it, there's a lot of things and moving parts to this. There's nothing that's easy, but the skill of any sale, you know, it doesn't matter what product, service, industry, anything is providing a solution that's right for your client. A solution that not only you believe in and have the utmost faith in, and it's the right path for the client that you're soliciting, that you would really feel like you're doing them a disservice if you're not able to get them the action that they so desperately are wanting to take. Okay? Thanks for joining me, guys.